Hello, hello, and welcome. I'm Nick, and welcome to No Credit Continue. Uh, joining me this week, we have, as always, Andrew. Hello. And special guest to talk about today's game, RJ. Hey, guys, what's up? Uh, the game we're talking about today is Hearthstone. 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 Is there like a, a, a subtitle or super title on that? Like, uh, heroes? Heroes of Warcraft. Oh, yeah, Heroes of Warcraft. I was going to say Hearthstone is the, uh, the subtitle. The main title is Battle.net. Battle.net presents Hearthstone featuring Heroes of Warcraft. Yep. Yes. Okay. Uh, alright, let's get this out of the way. Just, like, quick temperature of the room. How does everybody feel about Hearthstone? It is a fun game that is not good. (laughs) (laughs) Andrew? It's a fine game that I have absolutely no interest in. Wow! Um... I, I think it is a, a well-designed game that I hate for the same reasons that I hate a number of other card games. Yep. Yep. <laughs> okay, good. This has been an enlightening episode. I'm glad we can all join together for this. Yep. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Uh, uh, all right. Basic rundown. This is a card game. Is it a trading card game? It's a digital. Can you trade cards in this game? It's a it's a collectible card game. Yeah, but not tradable. Not tradable. Right. Okay. Yeah. Interesting. Um, when when they, when exactly did it come out? And how long has it been out? It's been out for about a year and a half. The, the earliest it was released was March in 2014. Huh. So that's a little over a year. Um, and we didn't talk about it at the time because, uh, I guess we didn't want to, but now it just came out, uh, last month, April, 2015, that, uh, it's now available on tablets and mobile devices and such. Uh, and that's sort of, uh, I, you know, that's the way I've been playing it the last couple of nights to sort of like remind myself of what it is and what it's about. And that's actually a decent way to play that game. It makes a lot more sense to me to to have Hearthstone on like tablets and devices like that than to have it on computer. Um, because like when it's on a tablet you can play it on the way to work and you can get like a game in, right? Whereas like and that's a far more enjoyable way to play the game is in like one one play session segments. Yeah, you know just... what I'm saying? A game at a time, a, a little bit here and there. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Rather but, than just jamming. Yeah, it makes it, it makes a very good like tablet phone game for those reasons, I think. And even from the original release, just the the way that the UI works about just like the way that you just sort of drop and point and slide mm-hmm. everything, like you could always just tell just from the beginning, it's like, oh, they want you to be able to play this with one finger. Okay, sure. Yeah. Um. Also, there are a lot of there are a lot of um there are a lot of things about that game that for me at least, make it a more casual experience. Like, you don't... A, a more casual a more casual experience than what? We kind of need to establish a baseline. Like, I'm sure people know what it is, but... Then, like, any any other sort of, like, console game, or, like, like right, all the, all the systems that, that are involved in handling priority and resolution and all the stuff that no one really cares about but that needs to be in a, in a card game for it to be playable, all of that stuff is sort of hidden. And no one really knows how it works. You know yeah, what I mean? 
I guess I never even considered the way that that stuff plays out because there's a lot of things that are sort of simultaneous. There's a lot of things that uh, well, aren't like immediate, like canceling stuff. A lot of it is just like I'm going to take it, this it, action. It, it's and pretty it's... much a step by step game. There's nothing really happening in immediate reaction to everything. Everything happens one thing at a time. Yeah, there's a lot of reactions, mm-hmm. and there, there's not stuff like you know. Only uh, like, and because since it is a digital game, anything that is like this takes effect until the end of the turn. We see, you know, it's there and and presented clearly. Nobody has to just remember it. Mm-hmm. Um, do we think that this game has done anything to sort of refine the collectible card game formula? Like specifically, you know, the closest thing is probably Magic: The Gathering, as opposed to I don't know Yu-Gi-Oh and Pokemon. Um, is Yu-Gi-Oh actually a thing anymore? I think pe- there are still tournaments. People still play Yu-Gi-Oh. Oh, I don't know how I feel about that. I met the Yu-Gi-Oh World Champion the other day. He's a 14-year-old nice. kid, and I was like, oh, that makes sense. Yeah, of course <laughs> he is. <laughs> it does. It keeps going. He was either like a, a 14-year-old kid or a 31-year-old man with stubble. Mm-hmm. Ugh. But anyway, um... Not to throw shade, I'm sorry, but... No, yeah, 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 I... Not disagreeing with you. Okay. Um, like, I think what it's done is it, because Magic has been experiencing, like, a renewed success in the past few years. Like, Magic now is bigger than it's ever been, according to the people at Wizards. Uh, uh, absolutely. Oh, they have well, all the numbers. Yeah. Yeah, it really has. All of them. They are they, math well, magicians. They, they're, they, they've done a very good job. They've done a very good job of, of renovating it such that they can retain old players and introduce new players to it. In the last couple of years, they've kind of reformatted how they structure that. And so that's been a big success for them. Yeah. And in the way that, you know, there's been new game modes sort of up and trending. They've appeared out of the uh, the dark Arctic North. And mm-hmm. that ge- that gives them a way to refresh it besides what they have <laughs> done all previously, which is just like, I don't know, this card is the same as this old card, but we put a different name on it so they don't interact the same way? Yeah. Yeah. Um. But I I think what, what Hearthstone does that a lot of, or or that, let's say, Magic has not managed to do is that, like, whether you win or lose a game of Hearthstone, you, like, it. it's not as frustrating as when you lose a game of Magic and you're just like, oh, I'm so mana screwed and I only got one mana that game. Like, they they keep their player base wanting to come back for more because like the losses feel well it's streamlined such that things will appear uh uh more fair and that a game will be over like within a certain amount of time so you don't mm-hmm. have a lot of regret in terms of that in that like oh i wasted this time or oh i think i was uh, just screwed by my opponent being better had better stuff than me Exactly. They make it appear that way, though. There, it. I didn't really play enough Hearthstone to get into it, but there's definitely. Um, once you get into the higher rank stuff, there. Are, I mean, there are better cards and better decks than what you start out with and stuff. Yeah. I. I don't know. Like I played a couple of online matches, which is something I never do. But you don't really have many other options in this game, and it was this weird feeling of. Like, what they have done to improve is that there are sort of less ways for you to get screwed in a game. Like, there's just, like, more you can do, and if you can't do it right now, just wait. You will be able to do it eventually. 
But at the same time, uh, the whole game feels like there's less thought that you put in it. Like, e- oh, even when I even when I originally tried it out, it just felt like, okay, well, you're going to get cards and you're going to put them on the field when you are able to. And yeah. then you're just going to, like, min-max how much stuff you can get out on a turn. And that's rarely not the case. And then it, like, between wins and losses, like wins I'm kind of completely neutral on. I was just like, all right, that turned out in my favor. And mm. losses were just like, well, I still got screwed by random chance because, <clears throat> but at the same time, there was no decisions for me to make anyway, so I can't feel too bad about it. It's just yeah, it's are, really weird. There like, are become... less decisions in, in inherent to it, so you're not really making a lot of choices, so you don't feel as involved in that sense of it. So, Which is both a good thing in that It'll, you know, it's less likely to keep you away from playing because you're less likely to feel bad things. But it's also a bad thing because you're not really involved in the game in that sense. Yeah. yeah. Well, a lot. It, it, it's it's weird because they do that little UI tick where just like when you do not have any more actions, they let you know by turning the button a different color. But for something where like you know, if you have like five cards in your hand and you know three things on the field like you could look at it and like if they didn't tell you that you might think oh is there anything else for me to do no i guess i'm done but they sort of take that away and it's just like no yeah you've done it everything just you know it's time to move on now it's almost like it's sort of ushering you along down the line of this game yeah and there's no real reason not to do a lot of things so like every time i played every turn i would play until like i had no mana left or whatever yeah um I would never choose, oh, I'm going to hold back and wait for things. And that, because that's just part of the design to basically speed, speed the games up. You know, I will actually say, um, there were a couple of games I played the other night where I was actually, I had a card that cost zero, so I could literally play it at any time. And it's something I actually held onto. And I was like, no, I'm going to need to use this in maybe like three turns. And sure enough, I did. And it's, there are, the game still does allow for a couple of cases where, you know, you need to sort of like find the most efficient solution. But at the same time, it's more like there is still going to be an efficient solution. The challenge is finding it. The challenge is not, you know, picking one of three that could be the best, depending on how random goes for you, you know, for the next two turns or whatever, which... It, t- it takes the the outcome of the game away from, you know, the force of randomness, which I'm entirely for that. But also then when you take it away, it's just like, there's still not much going on. It's still just like, well, I did all my things. Mm-hmm. Like, it, it, yeah. But I think that's, I think that's intentional because when you, because Hearthstone is like hugely about efficiency, right? Like you want to play a three drop on turn three and then four drop on turn four and like, Organizing your hand in such a manner that you can play all your spells out in an efficient way is, like, at least for me, it's a really pleasant feeling to, like, organize it like that. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah, it's like like a a problem. It's basically like solving a little puzzle in that sense. Exactly. And I think that's, I think that's, like, an intentional thing they built into the game to keep people coming back and engaged with it. But... It, it it absolutely it's you know they are little puzzles and they you know it, it's the thing of like it's what they've done is they've made it easier to find the solution for like your per turn puzzle yeah but at the same time it's still you know it, th- there's still pleasure to be derived from finding that solution even if it is easier to find compared to other card games of this kind yeah um one but, of the one of the things I thought was interesting about it I I really since I was playing it this week was that. 
they've managed to make almost like a multiplayer solitaire. Okay. Which I thought was really interesting. I, I could see that because I, I was going to mention earlier how like some, a lot of times you you don't actually feel you're fighting against an opponent. You're not even fighting against an AI. It sometimes feels like it does feel like more of a solo type event. I don't know if like in higher level play you get more of that sort of chess match where you're actually like tacticking against each other or whatever. But yeah. from the amount I play, I played. Um, I got a couple characters up to level ten, and I played a couple online games. So that's the amount I played. About the same here. I mean, I'm I'm sure that I'm sure that at higher levels there's more tactical decision making going on. Um, but well, you've done you've streamed this game. Yes. Basically, like, have you looked into or gotten any feedback about like a little bit around the community? Like, do other people treat this game as just like a yeah, this is what we're doing, just getting a couple games in and doing it, or are there actually people out there who are like no like really you know when you get into it you want to have this card on turn three and like that's the there best are, way this game there could are turn. actually um i know at blizzcon there was a rather large tournament for a rather large sum of money no um, um i did have a couple friends who got really into it um not like above casual play not to the point of, like, doing tournaments or whatever for it, but they were, like, examining cards and trying to get the best stuff to make a good deck. And it was, it was actually yeah. kind of funny, because these were people that I had just gotten into Magic, um, and, uh, like, one of my friends was like, oh, Hearthstone, they preferred Hearthstone so much more over it after after that. It was it was, it was interesting to get their opinion on it. Yeah. I, I totally believe that, like, uh, again, like, you know, RJ, you and I have had long discussions that made our yes. other friends really angry for yes. how long they went on. But just, like, <laughs> the amount of things about, like, the, uh, there are, a, Magic is full of a lot of specific systems that make me mad. Um, and it feels yeah. like this has stripped a lot of them out, for, like, at one point for simplicity's sake, but in another way just to, like, stop, take out the thing that makes you frustrated. Just do it. Yeah. Magic has an incredibly high floor, almost like if you if you want to get into magic, you need to like you need to know a lot of stuff. <laughs> it's I I can't. Even... Magic is a lot more reactionary, so it you need to know more about sort of the kind of mechanics that could be coming at you from an opponent's deck. Yeah, yeah, definitely to to some extent, which is why it's good if you're playing. Like, so the way I play Magic is I play Magic really casual. And I play, I love Magic and playing casual and stuff. And so a lot of so like with Hearthstone, um, when I get in, when I'm only fighting against random people online, and people online are people who aren't really playing casually, so I don't really mm -hmm. get the enjoyment I get out of Magic from Hearthstone. But that's mostly because of like why I play or how I play these cards. It, it it's funny you phrase it as like multiplayer solitaire because you could kind of just make this like a beat the box game if it's just like automatically play like the first the top two cards off of you know the box deck but then in a lot of ways that kind of is just what happens like yeah just like oh hey here's the most things i can afford to play this turn and that is what i play and it's just like uh it so and again this is something that you know i think i've said about magic before in other places but and I, I think it's a way that this game follows suit is that sometimes the way more interesting part is the deck building aspect. Just trying to be like, what do I want to make this deck do? What do I want to include in it? How do I just make like a, a, 
a deck that will be efficient and sort of stand up to the wind of random chance. Oh, yeah. Oh, no. Have you guys gotten into that? Uh, I tried, because I really, that's one part of Magic I really enjoy. Um, but I, I don't, I feel like I, I, I haven't really grasped Hearthstone enough that I could do that, and there aren't enough differences I can see. Because for, like, for example, so I don't really know how efficient, like, a two-cost is. Like, what what's the best power toughness or whatever for a two-cost? And, like, what kind of abilities work nice together or whatever? Um, I, like, I, uh, I don't let really me understand. Let me tell you. <laughs> I got a card that when you play it, it spawns another dude immediately next to it. And then I got another card. I, th- I think it's like a two and a three, so this is something you can just drop out on turn five. Uh, another card that when you play it, it gives the two cards, the two minions next to it, uh, taunt each. So you just I was, plop yeah. one down, you plop the one between it, and hey, you quickly got two creatures with taunt. That was that. Uh, that's another thing, um, taunt, right? So one of the things I don't like about Hearthstone, um, but it's one of the things that helps streamline the game and make it faster, is that um, you don't really get to choose how you're defending yourself. Mm. Yeah. Or what you're defending with or anything. Um, it's in, like you could kind of, with the few taunt creatures and stuff like that, you could kind of determine that. But overall, it's the enemy's choice, what they're attacking or what they're destroying. So it's hard to build a defense in that case. I don't know. Uh, yeah, like sort of the. It's weird because I have yet to really run into a game of just like people playing like eight minions each, but then only focusing damage on the other hero. Like, it happens sometimes, but, like, it's never completely held up that way. That's how I've won most of my games, actually. Yeah. Well, that's, that's the thing. Like, if you can get, like... A, a swarm of people and then just bypassing all their minions and just attacking their yeah. hero. Yeah. Well, that's the thing. So you want to either get people with taunt out or, like, get a high health guy and put taunt on him out so that way they have to funnel to that minion instead of to your your hero or you just have cards that will like deal direct damage and other ways of getting their minions to go away without putting yours at risk like that's the thing this game just like the the solutions to situations all seem pretty easy like maybe yeah. not easy to make happen like immediately and early enough to have a clear victory, but just like you just be like, oh no, yeah, like so this is going to happen, and you want to do this about it if you can. Oh, okay. And... I actually think like a lot of like so where the skill comes into the game is like it's determining what moves your opponent's going to make, right? So like if you play let's say three three, and he has like a four three. You know, is he going to, like, attack you, or is he going to attack the minion that you played? I'm like, that that's a lot of where the skill comes into it, I think, but... See, if this, it... were, if this were magic, I'd totally agree with you, but, like, from what I've seen of, of just, like, it, it it's kind of, no, if they can attack your hero, they're going to attack your hero, and just sort of get the damage on it. Like, maybe yeah. I'm just low rank playing in scrub tier, but just the... the the chance of doing that is way low. Like they won't attack a minion because it's that's the quickest way to get their minion killed, and you don't want to do that because then you lose damage output. Yeah. That's, um. Good. Go ahead. Go ahead. Uh, that's that's one of the things that um I do like uh I, that that I like about Magic and what kind of changes the game for me in Hearthstone is that like everything you play is both offering you some measure of defense as well as possibly attack. Um. Whereas in Hearthstone, you're pretty much have to decide kind of what you're focusing. You're, you're, all your creatures are for attacking, 
and what you're using to attack with that is where the change comes in. Like whether you're attack, you're trying to destroy their themselves or their creatures. Yeah. What what I actually like is the fact that your sort of hero is essentially a unit rather than just being an abstracted version of you, the player. Uh, I've actually got uh, into playing as a rogue class, and her sort of uh, static ability is she can just give herself damage output, and then you can just jump out and just start stabbing things on the field. And that's, it, it gives sort of an interesting tactical advantage, because it's like, hey, you will always have a creature. Yeah, I think, like, I think hero power is very interesting. It's, it's a thing that I would like to see explored more in, like, other games. Is you there, know? is there, uh... So, this game has expansion packs. Yes. Which is like, what, the Cloud of Nexromathia and also uh, Death Mountain? From yeah, the the, they're Zone. like campaign. <laughs> so, have you looked at those? Like, they were behind a paywall, so I did not see them. Yeah, I didn't see them either. I I played um Nexromathia, the first one that came out. The green first, one, okay. Yes, the green one. Um, it's basically you, the player, playing against a series of AI opponents. That these AI opponents are different from like the normal characters, right? They have their own unique powers, or yeah. are they just the other deck? Um, so they have their own like unique powers, and as you as you uh, progress through the through the adventure, um, their their powers become more and more impactful. Cool. Okay. To the point where I think. The like one of the last ones has like a hero power for zero damage that like deals two damage to everything on the board and freezes it or something ridiculous like that. Like okay, yeah. So, so it like, just means that they just use their those hero abilities to just cheat. Because I was gonna yes. ask if like these were you know you beat the whole campaign and then hey new classes for building your decks. But if that's the power, no, you can't do that. Yeah, you. You get um you get new cards that are only attainable in those expansion packs. Okay, so so they aren't just mixed into like the booster packs you earn otherwise. No, they're okay. only attainable in that expansion pack. So that's one thing I did want to mention and sort of admirable is they are, uh, they have added more cards in over time. Like uh for for how simplistic it is, and I don't think they've gone to the point of like actually adding sort of card bloat and just like eh, it's the same mechanic but with a new name i don't think they've done that but they still have managed to like you know uh sew some new cards in there over time which you know it, ex- expanding the the breadth of the cards that are available is always going to help a, a ccg like this especially if they are yeah. meaningful or at least subtle to the uh the the existing environment of the game and i mean the 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 look the, the... That's one of the things that I think, like, I can sort of excuse it being more simplistic than Magic, because Magic has been around for 20-some-odd years and, like, has this really, really deep card pool, whereas they have, like, I don't know, maybe 300 cards. So, of course, the interactions aren't going to be, like, as complex. Well, the, the interactions between cards can be just as complex, but it's you don't need to know as much about the cards. Uh, like, you know, it yeah. sometimes it's more about what the cards do. Um, so, like, it, it's it's not necessarily, you know, specific. At that point, I don't think you count by specific card count, but just, like, you know, how many cards have unique uh, 
abilities on them. So what they have like battle cry, which is an ability that occurs when it comes out. There's death rattle, which is for when they die. There's, there is a combo thing where it's like, Hey, make this the second card you play in a turn and it'll do something. Yeah. Uh, there's like shade, which is, it can't be targeted until it attacks and maybe like five other things. Mm-hmm. Um, taunt and, and, but there's enough. And it's weird that there is a little bit of positional matter for yeah. like, you know, it talks about, uh, you know, this apply this to adjacent cards. So, you know, they're all in a straight line and where you put them can actually matter. And knowing like how a card is going, if a card is going to spawn other creatures, like knowing where they're going to appear can kind of actually matter. That was something I really enjoyed about the game was that, because I remember I was playing this um, this game online and like I, I I drew a card and it was, um I think it was actually the card that gives like two things on or whatever. And I realized that I have, like, completely screwed up my positioning. And I couldn't do what I needed to do to win the game. And I lost the game because of it. Huh. And, like, I was, like... And, and that was that was something that was super interesting to me. And just, like, something that I'd never really thought of before. Yeah. It, it's interesting. They, they've added in... Uh, it's one of the few things that they've added in new, aside from just stripping out of known games. Yeah. Um, and, and kind of the same with the whole mana pool system. It's just like, hey... Every turn, you get more mana, which I think I still prefer. Um, there was a game we talked about a little while ago on here called Shadow Era, which was another digital CCG. And I think I prefer their mana system, which was just every turn, you got a chance to discard a card from your hand into your mana pool, which I think led to more interesting decisions and also let you control pace a little more. But um, there, there was a game called Kaijudo that... Um, you had a deck of like sixty cards, and you would play creatures from your hand into your mana pool, and they would be huh. used to play other creatures, which was which is like a super interesting thing. Um, yeah, there are varieties of uh, I played versions of like Magic, where you can do that because some people, so you don't have to worry about mana. You could always just you, you kind of set you could sacrifice cards in your hand to kind of make the lands or whatever. Yeah. yeah um. I want to try playing a variant like that, because that would fix some of the big problems I have with Which magic. is kind of funny, because like, I never had those problems. Because <laughs> one of my friends always always wanting to do like the mana variants, because he gets super upset about stuff. But like I don't know. I, I, I acknowledge that they can be problems, but they've never been huge or game-breaking problems for me. I don't know. I've... I feel like the majority, a vast majority of the Magic games I've played have ended in mana screw, <laughs> and more often of the time towards me than towards the opponent. So, the gods of Magic. I don't know. This means you're bad at Magic. <laughs> Listen, it's sometimes it's hard to create a good deck when you don't believe in statistics. Okay. But that just means your your game is less accessible to uh, the masses. Whereas, whereas the opposite as in uh, in Pokemon, uh, one of the Best decks is just a single Mewtwo and all and fifty nine psychic energy. Oh my god! It is, isn't it? Because he Pokemon. has recovery on him, doesn't? Oh, I might be able to. Pokemon. That we'll get to that. <laughs> um, yeah. And then, like the only other thing to mention is again back to the idea of like maybe the deck building aspect is the more in- so uh, again sort of the idea of like you know making this like a multiplayer solitaire and whatever like the they built in the arena which is basically uh like a quick draft mode into this game and 
I, I remember that thinking, uh, well, really? Because I it, I couldn't plan ahead because I didn't. I'm not familiar enough with the cards, so I just kind of picked sure. things. And that was another thing I didn't. I, I so I didn't really enjoy deck building in general in there because there wasn't enough like themes or anything to try and build a deck around. All I could kind of do was like, okay, I, here's these are some good creatures and these are some spells that work kind of nice together. But like I couldn't, I I couldn't like yeah. think of beforehand like I want to do this type of deck. Immediately find all the cards that are do that kind of thing and put them together. And also the fact that like for each selection you make, you get to pick out of three cards. So yeah, you're I don't kind of really limited by that. Yeah, I don't really like the arena system that much. I think like I th- I think it's a really cute idea, and you know some CCGs like drafting is like the interesting reason to play it for, for a lot of players, but yeah. you could you could definitely do, like, a, a better way of Yeah, cool, because that wasn't really in, in a game drafting. Like also, you have to, like, buy into it? Yeah, you have to buy... How yeah. easy is it to get gold, by the way? I'm curious. Um, so, you can get gold by completing quests, mm-hmm. which are, you know, like, give daily quests, and it's like, win two games with Major Shaman, and then you could complete, um... You could win three games online mm-hmm. to get ten gold. Oh, oh my. So getting gold is kind of a hassle. Well, isn't it like three hundred to buy into the arena? And I think every chapter of those expansion campaigns are seven hundred yeah. gold. Um, or you know, just give them a you know, just slide them like a yeah. twenty right right on top yeah, of the table. They'll much. give you all the gold you want. You what? know. And how do you get dust? Uh you have to. You have to like destroy cards to get dust. What do you use dust Crafting for? Crafting cards. To make other cards. Oh my god, I did not even, like, recognize. I saw the thing come up to be like, turn this card into dust, and now it's like, no, thanks, I'm good, yeah, man. You could, it, I got a yeah, Corona, it, I'm fine with that. You could, like, so you could craft specific cards for, like, their cost amount, basically. Specific cards? But I think Ooh. you could buy can you, dust. Like, can you craft, like, a booster pack for cheaper than, like, what its contents might be? Or... Can you only because you can buy boosters with gold, or can you only buy boosters with real money? No, you, you can, can buy, buy boosters, boosters for hundred gold. gold. Okay, yeah, one booster is one hundred gold. Dang. Also, um, like if you do go into the arena, it's basically you know you make a deck on the fly, and then you get three losses before you're knocked out. But if you stay up and like get a long string of wins, you start winning like booster packs and gold and stuff, right? Yeah. So I, I imagine, like, if you just have, like, a couple of really good runs in the arena, then you can pretty much just float on that and buy whatever you want. Usually, yeah. So, like, usually when you buy into the arena, I think it's, like, a dollar fifty a run or, like, 300 gold a run. I'm not exactly sure. Hmm. Um, You usually get back more than what you paid in. Usually. If you don't just lose your first three games. Yeah, if you don't just yeah. lose your first three games, you get back what you paid in. Usually. I think I lost my first two and then my fourth game. <laughs> well, that was also before I realized that the secret to deck building is you have more like two and threes than anything else. And I think that that arena, I had bought like a bunch of four and five cards and just couldn't do anything yeah. until I was already dead. Yeah. See, again, there's there's kind of your answer. Just but like, you know, not... like, like ones aren't really powerful enough to, you know, start to be good father, and then you want, like, threes and fours, but you can't rely on them because you could just play, like, three twos on a turn. Yeah. But that's 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 a different kind of deck building than what I enjoy in card games, because, like, what the deck building I like to do in card games is 
what's a kind of fun thing to do? Uh, I'm going to make a deck around that that is competent. Whereas if for like the arena and stuff like that is what kind of deck can I make that's competitive? And that's not the mm. kind of deck building that I personally like a lot of people do like that. And that's great because that's that's perfect for them. Just for me personally, that's not what I enjoy. At least. Sometimes competitive is boring. Yeah. But also, I think it's the difference between in something like magic, you get that sort of uh, deck loop of just like, I want this mechanic to keep occurring in this specific yeah. way. Whereas because of sort of like the uh, simplified mechanics of Hearthstone, a lot of times I think deck building comes down to what is like decent to strong cards that I will be able to afford <laughs> most of mm-hmm. the time. It, yeah. it becomes a game of... It's it's not the mechanic that matters so much as just sort of the uh, ability because like they'll do it when uh, when you're on the deck building screen they just have like a little uh, a little chart that just says like hey here's a bar graph of how many cards you have of each cost mm. oh okay it's too high towards the right end I need it to, to be just left of center yep. yeah as I said before a lot of it's about efficiency <laughs> yeah but like, like efi- want... efficiency of cost more than efficiency yeah, yeah, yeah. of getting specific mechanics to happen which exactly simplified and there's still a a puzzle challenge there but it's a much simpler one that some people it may not be satisfying enough for mm-hmm. oh uh here's actually another interesting this is just a minor point um because i've never played warcraft or hmm. any of that stuff i didn't get anything from like the cards the characters or the flavor other than semi-generic fantasy stuff like so like sure. the, the flavor didn't i did it was just like okay this is this is nice and stuff um so one of the things i really like from trading cards and stuff is like the flavor and like oh this is a really cool looking card and, and like that that this the, the kind of greater story behind it or whatever um but because i didn't yeah. i haven't like played that and it's not really shown in the game at all they were just cards to me some of them had cool pictures though what is it? it? Doesn't everything have flavor text, but the only way you see it is on the deck building screen, like when you're about to break it into dust, that's where you can oh, read it? Oh, does it? Do they even have... I had no idea. Yes, I, I found it by accident at one point. Oh, cool. <laughs> but, like, I think card, every card does have flavor text. That's, like, a quote or something. Like, yeah, what is it? Like, boars and wolves and people with shields and... But then there's, like, a... a a mind tech wizard who takes control of enemy units. Like, all right, yeah. that's, that's probably something from a game. Yeah. Um, I I know Murlocs as a Hearthstone thing first and <laughs> foremost. Yeah, I I feel like maybe most people do, unless I don't know how many Murloc skins do you have to deliver in Warcraft? Uh, a lot of them, I'm sure. Comma world of, I don't know. Heroes of the Storm is coming out in a couple of months, so we'll be back then to talk about that, I'm sure. Uh, uh, one thing I love about Blizzard is they have great cutscenes. Where are their cutscenes for Hearthstone? Are they there? They traded it out for all the little dongles that are on the board. You want to press a button that fires a laser? Kind of... that, that's... You want to teleport a fish onto the field and watch him slowly suffocate? That was that kind of is... depressing. That That is, like, far on my favorite part about this game. It's just, like... <sighs> When I'm just, like, bored waiting for my opponent to do something, I just, like, obsessively click on the corners. Yeah. It's so satisfying for me. I wonder if that was, like, like a, a more than conscious but designed decision because they knew that they stripped out a lot of reactionary mechanics 
or like reactions that were more than automatic. So they were just like, people are going to be bored when it's not their turn. Yeah. So we need to just put stuff for them to click on and, and oogle <laughs> at. I also think it's interesting that like they have like the maniple system where it just goes up by one every yeah. time. And there aren't as many, there aren't like reactive cards that you can play on your opponent's turn. And like I was thinking today about like how well those systems interact. Because generally, if you have a lot of like reactive cards, like if you're a reactive deck, you want to have like one turn where your opponent doesn't draw anything, where he draws like a land, and then you just untap and win the game. Mm. Whereas in Hearthstone, that can't really happen because you draw spells every time. And I thought it was very interesting, like, how those two, how those, like, two choices they made interacted. Yeah. All right. I can dig that. But um, again, I, I think that's something I kind of like, because then it's like, you don't have to worry about not playing as much as you can, because you'll need something to react with, which, like, again, sort of, yeah, it takes away some of, like, the, the tactics that, and decision-making you're doing. And makes the challenge a little easier, but at the same time, it takes away frustration because it's just like, well, do I leave my mana open so that I can react, or do, but then not do anything on my turn, or do I do something on my turn and just let things happen to me? Exactly. Which that's like at that point, the reason you failed was because of something you did, you know, regardless of whatever you were trying to accomplish yeah. with that decision as well which like it's... i think in i think in a more casual gaming experience um is like a desirable thing like you don't want people to get frustrated after a game no you don't generally well you, you want them you want them to be frustrated but just enough that they think if i play it one more time i'll get it right exactly meat boy <laughs> meat boy <laughs> meat boy is a really good example Meat Boy has become, like, one of my touchstones for, like, a certain style of games. Just, yeah. like, everything I do, it's just like, no, they they weren't enough like Meat Boy to make this work. What? <laughs> and that's a, that's another good thing I think um, Hearthstone does. Like, it's just a little tiny thing. Like, when you win the game, you just, like, get back to it immediately. Right? You're just back to that screen, and you can hit play and just go again. Yeah. And just... if you lose, you're just back there, too. Like, immediately. There's no, like loading screen there's none of like and it's it is like in super beat boy where if you die you're just immediately back to sort of level and you just go yeah you which, know which is cool and i gotta say like what i i found myself doing like after i got a few games in and really got my feet wet my feet were wet weird but i got um i found myself like even though it would drop me right back and i could hit play again I would back and just go like no i need to go rebuild this deck a little and tweak things and like yeah normally like deck building is like you know has so many considerations that i'm just like no like i i built this once i'm gonna play 10 games in a row before i to to have enough data to know how to rebuild it but you know it was just like no deck building is so simple it's just like okay i saw something in that game let me try this and then there was only maybe like at most three games between tweaking a deck before i had something i, I was really comfortable with so it's cool it it is cool Love, lovingly designed it's just not for me it's almost not hard enough. Like, if you are not into a CCG, this is probably a way to get in that you'll be like, "Oh, I get what I get what people like about these games," without just you know murdering you and making you hate it. Exactly. It is. It's like when you're in school. If you play Magic: The Gathering, that's how you know that you're a gigantic nerd. This game, 
you see why the nerds like those games. Yeah. That's it. That's, that, that might be it. It's, it's a nice way to, like, sink your teeth into it without, like, diving headfirst into the water that you were sinking your teeth into <laughs> for some reason. All right. Uh, so that's Hearthstone. This game is free to download, just like everything we talk about here on No Credit Continue. We will put a link to the game's homepage where it is available in our show notes. Our show notes are available at elikustudios.net slash podcast slash ncc. Uh, and while you're at Aliku Studios, you can check out our other shows like Orbiting the Ghost Planet and Late Night Gaiden. If you want to leave us feedback, you can send us an email at podcast at net, or you could visit us on our Facebook page at facebook.com slash Oliku. There you can let us know anything you want to tell us. You can tell us about anything that you think we should know about, anything you would like to hear about on the show, or just, you know, say something about uh, what you liked or didn't like about this show. While we're talking about feedback, uh, the show is available in iTunes. If you subscribe through iTunes, we ask that you leave a review and a rating because that really helps us uh, get out there. It, it does a lot to help people get to know about us and for us to show up in people's feeds. Um, but okay, uh, RJ, Andrew, thank you for joining me and talking about this game. Always a pleasure. No problem. And uh, thank you for joining us, and you will hear from us next time. Until then, we're reminding you to give credit where credit is 25 cents per play. Mm-hmm.